Welcome to the Life with Bee podcast, a fresh perspective on modern living. Elizabeth and I today are going to talk about layers of lighting and how important lighting is to decor, mm-hmm. which you're convincing me that it is incredibly important and I never thought about it as much. So, well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's so- a lot more to it than we think. So as we're in these colder months, isn't it like the actual worst that it gets dark at 4.45? 4.45 is a little early. Yeah. I definitely like want to put my pajamas on the second the sun goes down. I know. And, and it just, yeah. it like creeps up on you. Every time. Yeah. And everybody talks about like seasonal affected mood disorder. Yeah, and... it's legit. Right. So the whole intention of having interior lighting is to mimic the sunlight right which I never thought of it like that yeah and it makes a lot of sense so I always think about lighting someone who has great style or a great outfit on it's about layering and Mm -hmm. you're not really sure you can dissect what the outfit is and why it looks so good Mm -hmm. and it's often because it's layer upon layer of it's the jewelry it's the bag it's the shoes not just like the dress or the pants or whatever so that's how I, I think about lighting as one of those final accents that really then is able to highlight the architecture and create moments right. throughout your space. Gosh, that's like push, putting a lot of pressure on lighting. Well, It's just so much more significant than I ever considered. Absolutely. I always just felt like it was so you could see something. No. So much more mood. than that. It yeah. really is it's a differentiator with mood. One other thing that I wanted to point out too, when we bought our most recent house, I was really sensitive to the direction that the house was on the lot. Okay. You know, having lived in like 18 different houses. Well, you would know. You should now be an expert. <laughs> yeah. I've lived in a house in the forest that was really dark. Ooh, and yeah. while it was super cozy in the summer months, it just felt like a little drab oh. and too dark all the time because the trees were covering up all of the natural light that wow. could come in. Yeah. I've also lived in houses where we only had windows on the north and south and the south was into the light well in an okay. apartment building. Okay. And so we really only had some like north facing light, which just didn't provide right enough throughout the day. So again, it was like a very mood. It was great for the evening. Okay. But during the day it felt a little yes. Wow. So with the house that we just bought, I wanted to try for an east and west facing. Even though like south facing light is because it's more subdued. I like that in the back of our house in the morning, it's east facing. It's nice and bright. Mm-hmm. And it's and where then, you're all hanging out and getting up and everything, right? Exactly. Breakfast. And then in the evening, you know, it's setting in the west and that's when we're more in the front of the house. Cool. So, you know, those are some random, maybe pay attention, or if you have the opportunity to build new, your architect always will take note of, like, the best way to plot the house on the land. That's really interesting. I pay attention to that for landscaping. Yes. But I never thought about it for the actual interior of the home. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. Yeah, Thank and you. you have the same orientation on your house, I do. too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's wonderful to, like, start your day with a light-filled room. Yeah. Also, think about the layers. This house that we lived in in the forest, it had beautiful landscaping, but we never got to landscape lighting before okay. we moved because... Because you, you know, move so quickly. I, I move so quickly. Right. But that's another layer. Just think about the layer that landscape lighting adds 
to the evening. So yes. we're we're just really focused on this concept. I'm a of big layering. fan of that. Did you put it in your current house? No, they had done it oh, right nice. before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big. We just did a bunch of that at our house, and it's it makes a really big difference. Right, because then when you're inside of the house at night, yeah, like it used to be like a black hole. Right. At our house and. It really was too bad. I also am a total scaredy cat. So yes, that, like, really that helps tremendously. Yes. yes, I agree with you. Like, no one as... wants to see like a dark abyss in the backyard. <laughs> and I always think as soon as it gets dark, all the boogeymen just come. Yeah, to all, they're all peeking in your windows. Standing at each window. <laughs> Do you know I never slept at that house by myself? Oh, really? Yes, I was too scared. Well, in this house, I've only slept there by myself one. Brent was in Indiana one night during the week with a couple of friends, and we were living in a high-rise, and we were on, like, the 27th floor. (laughs) (laughs) The doorman called me Uh at 11 o'clock at night and was like, somebody's here to see you. And I go, (laughs) I said, who? It turns out he had called the wrong number. I couldn't sleep the rest of the night. I bet. I bet. Like you, you were had like to get someone's th- outside the door. Yeah, you had to get through like four layers of security to get to our apartment door, and I was like, "Someone's coming here to murder me." <laughs> Do you think you're watching too many movies? Yeah, I haven't been able to watch a scary movie since like 1998. For me, it was having children. Oh well, I can't watch all my murder shows now. Yeah, done. Those are over. I, I couldn't know. even watch. I used to love Law and Order, SUV, and yes, all that. Forget SVU. it. SVU. SVU. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I digress. Okay. So, but what I did after this call, I turned on the lights in my apartment to make myself feel better. Oh yes. Okay, I've done that. Okay, so let's get into the types of light. Okay. Yeah. Types different of layers. That's important. Yeah. So for most people in a modern home, you're going to have can lighting, and then mm-hmm. you're going to have decorative hanging light fixtures. Mm-hmm. Other opportunities come in the form of floor lamps, table lamps. Something that we love to do when we're building custom is adding different art light. Okay. So you can highlight, you put like a clock outlet in the wall, and then you're able to customize the size of an art light in relationship to the size of your art, yeah, which it that's adds really just cool. like another little glow on the wall. You can also achieve art lights by doing directional can lights, which is really nice. Is that like the eyeballs? Yes. Okay. I think it's called the gimbal. Gimbals, yes. We've done floor lights to highlight the architecture when... Yeah, tell me about the floor. Yes. Yeah, so interesting. we've done that when we've done an intricate ceiling detail and we didn't want to like interrupt the pattern of the ceiling with oh. the ceiling light. So just added some cans to the floor. And then they're just in the floor. Correct. It's like off to the edge. So you're not walking on top of these. They're no. like next to the wall. Yeah. We can okay. post a photo. Of, I'm really interested in that. Yeah. And it actually, that's another thing at night. Think about it. It's like landscape lighting. At our house, right. we've uplit the, up the columns across the front of the house. Mm-hmm. And it can just be like a really beautiful glow. Yeah. So I think of that as architectural or like landscape. We had already talked about landscape lighting and then exterior lights. I always love to do can lights in bedrooms if possible because mm. I think that you know we built so many houses in the city where you just don't get a lot of sunlight on the side of the houses and so oh right any opportunity the turning more up the is light, better exactly got it and if you could put things on a dimmer 
Yeah. That's huge. Because mm-hmm. then it's not like you're walking into a, a landing strip of light. Right. Or like an operating room or exactly. something. Exactly. You can really control the mood there. What's the best light for us to look good at um, night? Birthday candlelight. Ooh. Yeah. So like that warm glow is yeah. really what we're always going for. So just emulate birthday candles. I'll and, just walk around holding a cake. Exactly. It's a great idea. Um, and then I'll eat it. <laughs> also now with led bulbs i prefer 2700 kelvin because that is the warmest of light warm okay yeah i'm not a fan of these really white Mm -hmm. bright kind of blue lights yeah so sticking with warmer tones is great another thing that you can do is switch your outlets oh and to be what? So if you switch your outlets, then there's a switch on the wall. Oh, switch you, your outlets. Yeah, you plug a yeah. lamp into it, and then you can turn it on if you don't have any overhead. If you don't lighting. have overhead. So when you walk into a dark room, you can just hit the switch, and the lamp goes exactly, on. Exactly, yeah. In our guest room, we didn't have any overhead lighting, and I have a four-poster bed, so I couldn't do an overhead light in the center of the room. We ended up, because we couldn't switch the outlets in there, we did these Pico mm-hmm. Lutron switches, so we can share... That, it's great. We have a remote on the nightstand, and then it controls that. Oh, that's really neat. Instead of just walking I'd like to around. see that. Yeah, that's been super That'd be a great helpful. option to share. And also, it kind of depends on the type of home that you're in. We did a restoration of an old home, and we really didn't do many cans. Mm-hmm. We just stuck to decorative fixtures. So if you have the opportunity to renovate or build new, obviously, the electrical walkthrough and the can placement right. is so important. But if you live in an older place, just adding a decorative fixture is really important. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I used to be really involved in the electrical walkthrough in the construction Mm -hmm. side of things. And it's actually super helpful at that point to know your furniture plan. The thing we always start with is furniture layouts because we always say it helps with your electrical, and if you work backwards from there, sometimes the HVAC guy is going to run right. a trunk through and then you can't get your lighting where you need it. So if you can start with your, your furniture plan, that really helps the whole plan just right. roll out easier. Yeah. And then your outlet placement, putting one under the couch or something for a console table, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about preparation and planning. I feel like this right. is a this is a real theme yeah. that we've got going on here. Some mistakes that I've made oh, yeah. in my career or in my own home is hanging a light fixture too low and it's on a fixed stem and you can't... Oh, adjust the height? Yeah, so it's like you know, 12 inches off your dining table. Oh, shoot. And, and then you can't see anyone sitting across exactly. from you. So when you're looking at lighting for yourself, take into account the drop height. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's fixed or on a chain, if it's on a chain, you can adjust it. If it's a fixed rod, you can't. Right. This was a good one, not considering the door swing of a cabinet door. Uh-oh. And so you go to open up in your laundry room and you hit. You hit the glass. Exactly. Oh, shoot. That was cool. <laughs> what about and your several, wattage? I'm, oh, yeah. Wattage is one. If you do, you know, remember when Edison bulbs were like all the Oh, range? my gosh. That was such a thing. Yep. Um, but guess how much light they got out. Yeah. Like 25 watts. Right. I mean, that was fine for Thomas Edison back in the day, but now we need to illuminate. This is so much more than there was here before. Right, right. Yeah, so paying attention to the total output of your lighting is huge. 
I also love four inch cans over six inch cans. It looks a little bit more polished and minimal. Yeah. If you can't, if you're working on a big project, you know, the lighting plan we had touched on and also the opportunity to work with a lighting designer can really elevate and differentiate. Sure. I'm space. learning that that's just really, really important and crucial. It's something you don't want to overlook. Correct. Yeah, I feel really going back to what I had said in the beginning, when you walk into a hotel, a restaurant, a friend's house, and you're like, God, why does this feel so good? Mm -hmm. Lighting is always a key component to that. So maybe it's not like stuff that you see necessarily, but it's just a feeling that is evoked through the lighting layers. Yeah, well, and it's it's all of the layers, right? It's your finish, your the palette of mm-hmm. the finishes, it's the soft goods, the hard goods, mm-hmm. the rugs, the art, the drapes. And the lighting is kind of the thing that you're able to draw your eye and manipulate by the areas that you've highlighted with right. your lighting placement. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, with these darker months upon us, if you aren't interested in construction, you can just always add a table lamp. Absolutely. I mean, talk about you can get an, them anywhere. an instant boost. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great idea. That's really helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm now going to pay more attention to lighting and at least appreciate and recognize all of the talent behind it that goes Mm -hmm. into that, the effort. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, there are landscape architects, landscape designers, there are lighting designers. If, If there's an entire career dedicated to something that's how you know it's important that's an important exactly an important feature got it well thanks for joining us today on the life with b podcast we hope to see you soon 